Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, at managing editor, FightfulWrestling.com. Go there, get all of your wrestling news. I think you'll enjoy it. A couple of the features we have up today. Some backstage news on Finn Balor missing Smackville, even though he was there. Uh, we have Magnum TAs making a finisher. Even if you're not familiar with Magnum TA, uh, he was to be the NWA's Hulk Hogan. He had a great belly-to-belly suplex. Uh, I did a great feature on him Uh and his belly-to-belly suplex for making a finisher. We also have visual aids for that as well. Like uh, I was able to use some footage uh, to, to help make that work. So go check that out. Shows that uh, that type of uh, content is worth the work. So uh, give it a glance. And, of course, you can get all that type of stuff up early at FightfulSelect.com. That is our premium service. Go ahead and subscribe. But if you're here right now, if you're watching this show, if you're listening to this show, Leave us a thumbs up. I can't tell you how much that helps us. That lets YouTube know that you give a shit about us. If you want to, leave a comment below, even if you're in the live chat. Leave a comment on the comment board. That also tells YouTube, hey, people like this. People are responding to this. You can also uh, donate a super chat of any amount. We will read your comment or question on the air. I answered over six dozen questions on today's Fightful Select Q&A show, but... I have a question for Alex. Alex, yes. do you enjoy anything? Uh, no. Recently, not much. No, I just, uh, uh, no. Does I, having a child just zap you of any joy whatsoever? <laughs> it's supposed Actually, to give you joy. All of my joy is spent on my child, and so I have all this other stuff to get out. You you are going into joy debt. Yeah, it's true. It's weird. Um, no, there's there's a lot of stuff that, that I truly enjoy. Um, on this stuff, show, on the show, even okay. that, that I actually really liked. I don't, know, I don't tweet about that stuff because I was, I was about to say, I don't mean like it was good. I was gonna say, I don't mean like ice cream or like, no, like yeah. a nice breeze or anything like that. Like this show, yeah, a nice, a nice leisurely evening stroll when the temperature is around 75 degrees, a nice breeze. I like that a lot, but I don't tweet about it so. Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up. Donate a super chat any amount. We will read your comment 
or a question on the air, as long as it is uh, respectful. We started off Monday Night Raw, and I think Dave Meltzer reported before this show that Paul Heyman's fingerprints would be on this show more than any thus far. It definitely felt like that kind of show, Alex. Oh, yeah. No, it, it definitely felt like a Heyman show. I mean, for for, for better or for worse. Like, the, the guy who says, yes, we're absolutely going to, um, to, tr- to attempt murder on Seth Rollins for 20 minutes is also the same guy who says, you know what would be great? A cuck angle. Let's do the cock angle. That's the same guy. So you got to figure out like, uh, of do you do you enjoy both, one or the other, neither? It depends on your particular view of what you're what you're saying. But that guy is absolutely in charge. Whoever that guy is, and we know who that is. Justin Lopez, thank you for the super chat. He says, "Yeah, this was a Heyman style raw for sure." For a minute there, I thought Cedric would be the only one left standing. Glad he got his moment with that dive. We will definitely talk about that. Joseph Farley says, if Nikki can call Becky a see her next Tuesday, <laughs> then I can give uh, money to let Sean say a bad word. That's the only reason Joe Farley donates Super Chats is so I can curse on the air. So I have a lot of respect for Joseph Farley being able to uh, allow us to do that. The show kicks off. We're going to kind of talk about all this 24-7 stuff at once because that's just the way I like to format my shows. <laughs> Mm-hmm. mixed lumberjack tag match let's talk about how talented drake maverick is as a performer to have turned some paper wanted signs that he made up just for fun uh-huh. and he parlayed that into multiple title runs across all three wwe main roster brands yep all three of them alex and not only that integrated his wedding and got his wife a former wrestler, a match on Raw, yep. that is that is unbelievable. No, he's he's incredibly talented. Um, he's great. Like there's there's all sorts of stuff that they that I believe that they like. What he's showing you is not even fifty percent of his creativity. I believe that having watched a, a lot of the clips that he and EC three did in TNA, like there's so much even left untapped. Um, and and I'm 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 excited to see um, where his career goes in WWE. But it's amazing where where they're at now. I have a question: Did they just like calling it Mosh Pit because it starts with M and it's a mixed tag? It's a lumberjack match. Why is it a Mosh Pit match? Because it, did, did they legit call it a Mosh yeah, Pit match? It was did a, mo- a Mosh Pit mixed tags match of a bitch. That's so dumb. Yeah, it's a lumberjack match. Just call it that. Why is it a Mosh Pit match? Nobody was moshing. It's a lumberjack. Okay, man. so I get it if the rule is that they have to crowd surf the person back in the ring. I guess. I'm okay with that because I the suppose. lumberjacks can beat the crap out of people. Right. And all we saw were them mosh. That's true. That's true. That's, yeah, okay. Well, it ain't easy to make new stipulations these days. No, it's not. No, but it's not. Paul but Paul Heyman did it. He did it. Hot dog. Revolutionary. Oh, Polly, dangerously, you're still innovating. Tim Traver, thank you for the super chat. He says, Sean, you're not the only person growing your hair out and giving back to those with cancer. I'm doing the same, not trying to copy. Hey, I hope everybody copies. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, I really appreciate that. Um, This match does not last long. No. Drake Maverick gets knocked outside. He's crowd surfed in. Slammed to the mat. Renee and Carmella have a bit of a cat fight. 
and Truth rolls up Maverick. I, hey, you know what? I'm glad that Renee Michelle got her match mm-hmm. on Raw, and maybe maybe she'll get more. And this isn't like some inept worker or something. She no. was in the May Young Classic. Yes. What, yeah. what do you think? I mean, this was a bit of a surprise to me that she got this match, but why not? Right? Why not? I mean, you can easily have her be um, a, a at least, you know. Um, our truth has Carmella. At least you could have Drake have Renee Michelle, and that and that be them them be. I mean, not equals because Carmella is you know a, a former champion or whatever, but basically serve the same role. Um, and uh, I'm I guess certainly in Paul Heyman's mind, there's there's a lot of of comedy to be mined m i n e d in little man who has a hot wife. Uh, who can't satisfy her sexually. Like that's, he loves that, thinks that's hilarious. So he's going to keep doing that for a while. But I feel like if you actually got them on the same page, it'd be kind of interesting to see like, as the storyline progressive progresses, uh, um, will Renee Michelle begin to care about the title as much as Drake, if not more so? There's a storyline progression to be made there. Or, you know, you just keep her saying, you know, you can't have sex with me until... X or Y or whatever. As for Renee Michelle, I mean, she worked in the Northeast a lot. She worked in Japan a lot. Cool. Uh, there's a dog pile. Mike Kanellis wins the 24-7 title. I got to say, this is probably uh, my most excited option because I knew they would do something with this. He runs backstage and hides in what just at an office that just says, officials. Yep. I want one that says unofficials. Mm-hmm. No. But Maria threatens to kick him in the vagina, right in the vagina, if yep. he doesn't open up the door, which yeah. does cause him to open up the door. Uh, Alex, as they as they call it on the streets, the good old clam jam is not something you want to endure. No, no, it's not. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was funny. Like he he doesn't. He, he was like, prove your. Say something that only my wife would say, so you I, you can prove you're not Carmella, and that's the thing that she says. But it did honestly feel like there were at least four or five men in their fifties, back in some writer's room when they come like, oh, she should say that he's gonna she's gonna kick him in his vagina, and they're like, eh, eh, she she said vagina, <laughs> like it it really feels like Beavis and Butthead are writing part of this script. Beavis and Butthead Every was a very week. successful show. It was. It was uh, it, it, an iconic show, yes. Alex. It also, it also um, I, I, aged wonderfully. Um, how 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 many days ago was it? Vince was saying we're we're a more sophisticated yes. product. So I'm thinking about I doing mean, a thinking about doing a video on that. Uh, I mean, sophisticated. Yeah, depends Fightful, on your definition. Fightful Select subscribers will see the kind of sit down video that I did, and I'm going to do more of those soon. But yeah. Uh, Probably going to do one about the sophisticated nature and some of Vince's comments. Uh, Mike is so proud of himself and says that Maria can finally respect him. And that makes a lot of sense. Yes. That's what he wants. And Maria's like, Maria's like, no, get on your back. And then she goes, like you usually do. And I'm like, is, is there something wrong with that? Like, I, that, I, 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 is that, is that like it from a sexual manner? Or because there there's not a lot wrong with that, but. If she means like in the ring, yeah, sure, yeah, I suppose it, the way she said it, it felt like she was scolding him sexually 
for allowing her to be on top, which a lot of women enjoy. And like, I mean, there's nothing. It's it, it felt like it's like a real man would be on top. And like, it's a it's a weird thing. I don't know. A lot of this, the whole the whole angle, the whole cuck angle just has me just it's it, it, I'm not I'm not super into it. Um, but that that comment was just weird. I wish she had she had done something more clever. She's saying, listen, Mike, if you keep the title, you're going to lose it. So you're going to give it to me because none of these stupid idiots is going to try and pin a pregnant lady. And so we're right. gonna, So we're going to be the we, me, but you two kind of are going to be the 24-7 champ for at least the next eight months. Like she should have actually come out and said that. As opposed to like saying, get on your back like you usually do and let me pin you. Like at least she could have actually come out and said. Her whole, what her whole gimmick doing. is humiliating him though. But that's, I don't like that gimmick. So I guess what I'm saying is that's gimmick. Is oh, stupid. you can't fantasy book everything out. Uh, Sometimes you just got to break down what actually happened. That's true. Uh, so Maria is backstage and she really tests it out. She walks up to everybody and says, I'm the 24-7 champion. Sup. Sup yeah. with it. Yeah. And Nobody tries to pin her. Later on, she's having a photo shoot, and Braun Strowman shows up. Shows up, and she kind of goes off on him, but he just stands around breathing heavy. Braun in the twenty four seven picture is something that I'm all about, right? Because right. for a while we had like the Undertaker involved in the Hardcore title, and it was fantastic. Yes, I would just love to see Braun Strowman swatting people out of the air like flies. Man, this is the thing: is that you're, 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 you and I are on the same wavelength here. When he showed up, I was like, "Braun doesn't care." <laughs> Braun, Braun attempts murder weekly. Yeah. So yeah, him pinning a, a woman, like even if she's pregnant, he could do it without. Dating you signed her. a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh yeah. God, um, <laughs> Mazeltov. Yeah, like he's. I understand. Um, but but the fact that he just gets to stand there and, and go and growl at nothing because she said, you know, you're not man enough to pin me. Okay, my thought is that we established last week and tonight that women can be champion. Why isn't Carmella pin her? Just run up and schoolboy or schoolgirl or because she's pregnant, Alex. I know, but like you could Come do on. Or wait, wait, what are oh. you doing? Or you... wait, wait until she's sleeping, taking a nap. Carmella, at least the, what I'm saying is, it's a it it, it makes a di very different statement if Carmella does something gently to her than if then she's basically daring these women to punch men to punch her in the face, and that's not the same thing as what as what Carmella might do. I'm not saying Alex, that you kick her in the gut. I'm not. Don't like that. your methods. Listen. Don't like your methods. There's still a little bit of a bump take there with a with a. A roll-up pin. I, I suppose. I guess what I'm trying to say is get Maria Kanellis off my TV screen because I really, really hate the cuck angle. Oh, I like it. I think it's fun. <laughs> Zachary Schimmel. Uh, guys, you all should be following him. He is one of our greatest supporters. He is at MDK Smidget. That's S-M-I-G-E-T on Twitter. He is our cha champion-level subscriber. He's going to be on this week's Fightful Select Retro Review, WWF Armageddon 2008. Me and Warren had a great time reviewing that with him. He's the one that comes in and just drops all kinds of money in Super Chats to get me to reveal things that I probably shouldn't reveal on the air. He sent a Super Chat and said, just wanted to let the Fightful community know I love you all. Got engaged last weekend. Time for wedding plans and the Bluetooth for wedding night. 
Hot dog. Congratulations to Zachary Schimmel. I got to hit up my boys at Blue Chew and have them send some your way. They sent me some shirts, Alex. Yeah. Quite frankly, obnoxious. <laughs> One says perfectus erectus. Oh, my goodness. Damn. Perfect, uh, perfectus erectus absolutely should have been a slogan for Val Venus back in the day. Oh, it should have been. It should have been. Uh, big congratulations to Zachary Schimmel. There are a few people that have supported us quite the way that he has. I uh, can't tell you guys how important that is. Man, so Mike Kanellis is on the ground. Just jobbing out, right? Yep. Just jobbing out. Yep. Do you, do you think his career is growing as a result of this or not? I mean, uh, I, I, he's on TV. Like, he wasn't for months and months and months. People will tell you that that means something. Well, you know it means a little bit of something when you're on the ground and your career's growing, right, yeah. Alex? It's true. It's because true. this episode is brought to you by The Grounds Guys, a neighborly company. The Grounds Guys is looking for new owners to join their growing company. Could this be the perfect opportunity for you? Are you driven? Do you have the heartbeat of an entrepreneur? Do you love to be outdoors? If you're currently running your own landscape business or you think that maybe a landscaping franchise might be your natural calling, text the following, G-G-B-I-Z-O-P-P -P to 8700 or 87,000, by the way. That's 87000. I'll put this information in uh, the YouTube description and the podcast description and on Twitter. Text that number to learn more. Choosing to start your own business with the grounds guys means setting yourself up for success by surrounding yourself with the best in the business and the best at business. With the grounds guys, you'll be your own boss. You'll pick your own territory, set your own hours, live a better quality of life, running a business that you can be proud of. You'll have access to the best resources to help you scale your landscape business, to meet your personal and professional goals, and you'll go home every day with the satisfaction of helping your customers enhance and maintain the beauty of their outdoor spaces. I got to tell you guys, uh, Jimmy is my boss, but I get to make my own hours. There are few things better than that. I can't tell you how important that is to me and my happiness. And uh, as a grounds guys owner, you'll be a part of that greater neighborly community that that helps you do that. It, it's a part of their 3,700, I think, entrepreneurs that are achieving their dreams and goals through local own, uh, business ownership. That's G-G-B-I-Z-O-P-P -P to 87000 to learn more about how a Ground Guys franchise can help get you where you want to go. Alex, you thought I was going to talk about dick pills, didn't you? I did. You, you know what? It's you, you become the boy who cried dick pills, so I just assume everything is that. Ain't nobody crying, and you won't be crying either. You're going to be going home happy all the time. You're going to be like, damn, you know what? I put in a great day's of work, day's work as a part of the grounds, guys, as a part of your own business. You can text this damn G-G-B-I-Z-O-P-P. Or Alex, let me ask you one question. Are you down with G-G-B-I-Z-O-P-P? Always. The answer, goddammit, is, yeah, you know me. Right. You son of a... 87000. Man, they got to hit me with a, a, a more, more succinct text to hit that with. I'll put it out there, guys. So, 
That was the 24-7 championship. Then we have a top contender match, gauntlet match. And this was a roundabout way to set up another match between Ricochet and AJ Styles, like the third or fourth they've had. And I'm okay with that because they have great chemistry. And Ricochet is really over right now, Alex. Yeah, it's super over. I, I, I think it's one of those things that, listen, I'm completely thrilled that the automatic rematch clause is dead and buried and out of our lives forever. However, when it's obvious that the rematch is going to happen anyway, and you do this roundabout scenic route to get to that rematch instead of just saying, hey, rematch, um, it kind of, I, I wish there was a little bit more suspense in these things. Like when, when, they, when you said, here's these guys are going to be in this gauntlet match to, to face AJ Styles, and I saw that one of them was Ricochet, I was 99.6% sure Ricochet was winning the match, which is too bad because it would have been great if there was a little bit more, you know, wiggle room on, well, on who's going to Alex, go. you, know, you know me, and if there's one thing I love, it's... It's... Wiggle room? It's... Suspense. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Damn, you all are so lucky to have me. Woo! Anyway... Rey Mysterio and Cesaro, uh, big shocker. Rey Mysterio and Andrade have great chemistry with like everybody. Yeah, of course. They were the glue of this match, and boy, was that they, they're a full horsey full of it because they they are great. They work just really well with everybody. Uh, Mysterio and Cesaro, I want to see more. There's a great electric chair kind of roll over the top rope into a sliding splash. The pop-up European uppercut and that great big boot of Cesaro's landed. Oh, I love that. Uh, Mysterio eliminates Cesaro with a frog splash, and then Sami Zayn gets pinned immediately. <laughs> yep. How Poor do you Sami feel about Zayn. that, Alex? Poor Sami Zayn. Mike, why even showing up to work at this point, dude? Like, you're going to do you dirty every single week. Like, he's the absolute whipping boy right now. I mean, it, at least Samoa Joe is, like, being put into matches that matter. And angles that matter, even if he loses all of them, Sammy just gets to show up and get rolled up because he's an idiot who missed a halluva kick. I, I mean, and people I, miss moves though. Uh, yes, yes, they do. It, it, when when it's Sammy Zayn who runs in after, by the way, Rey Mysterio should in no way be pinning Cesaro. That's not a thing that should be happening right now. The hierarchy that you've created right now, currently among your superstars, Cesaro is higher than Rey Mysterio. That. I, I don't agree with that booking. Um, but Sami Zayn running in, I'm like, oh, well, Sami Zayn's going to lose this thing immediately. And they did because that's just the, that's, that's the, been the through line of what, what he is currently, um, especially now that they don't have his friendship with, with Kevin Owens to lean on because Kevin Owens has got a rack, rocket strapped to him. And for some reason, they can't do a thing. We'd all love to see is this heel Sami Zayn on the same level-ish as this babyface Kevin Owens would be a great match, but they're going to keep Sami Zayn down so we don't even think about putting them together. Uh, Sami will have his peaks and valleys. He's he's very it, good. There's been some valleys for a long time. I would like to see a peak at some point soon. I can't go into a blue chew right now. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Andrade is up next. Uh, he counters a 619, gets a hammerlock DDT. There was a really – the count was a little confusing here. Michael Cole was like, the ref was trying to wave it off because Mysterio is hurt. And then <laughs> Andrade just rips. Yeah. Rips Mysterio's mask. 
like Hulk Hogan with a with a pre-cut T-shirt. Yeah, man, that was I, I. Either Andrade is way stronger than I took gave him credit for, or that mask was ready to go. Oh yeah, man, that was that was rough, bro. Up next was Ricochet. Some great back and forth. Uh, Ricochet uh, Ricochet kicked out after the double knees. Hit a great spiked Rana. Yeah. I love that they're able to do this. This move isn't allowed to happen 10 years ago. It's not allowed no. to happen five, four years ago. That spike Brana was so great because of the stuff that led up to it. Like the, the backflip where he lands on his head, lands on his lands on his feet, followed immediately by the, the team kick faint into the back elbow. And then um, I love I, what a team kick is now. Well, it's true because, because, because of doing this show with you for so long, Son Ross, I, I, I uh I, I get it in my head. I, it makes I me so things. proud. I'm so proud. <laughs> but anyway, um, right after that, after the elbow, uh, Andrade does this thing where he kind of like loads up before he runs to the ropes, and and he took too took too long, and Ricochet is able to to regain his bearings. Like all that little minute, like not a minute to minute, second to second storytelling in the moves back and forth and how they move up. These guys give me these dudes. In a lit in a real program where they can just go for like fifteen minutes. This this these two are. This is the future that I when I when I talk about how you guys forsake the future by going back and building up the past over and over again. These two these two should be as big as those legends that you had on last week. They should be as big as those guys in twenty years. We'll, we'll see if they are. 6.30 wins it for him. He's over so big right now. The crowd loved him. Loved him. I, I mean, you saw people standing up and, like, cheering and pumping their fists. And I was like, damn, okay. I, I mean, not to date our retro reviews that I'm watching, but I had to watch, or I didn't have to, but I did. I love watching for Fightful Select. WrestleMania 13, the pilot episode of SmackDown, and then the first episode of SmackDown. And the way that the crowd was interacting and all that stuff. Uh, it wasn't quite that, but it was shades of that. And I was like, that's kind of cool. I like that. I mean, so much has changed since then, Alex. Like, there are no signs anymore. Who the hell needs to bring a sign? You can say whatever you want on social media. More people will see it, and they'll know who it came from. Uh -huh. Signs are irrelevant now. There were flashbulbs back then. That's the thing I miss most. Yeah. Flashbulbs from the crowd. There were just so many different things that happened back then. I am not big on Ricochet being a white meat. Gee golly, gosh darn, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. He should, I mean, hey, he knows he's, he knows he's goddamn amazing physically. Yes. He knows it. Let, yeah. him, let him know it. I, I, yeah, I would also like to see about 15% more arrogance from, from him. I mean, at least confidence. Like it feels like, now, gosh, man. Even I don't know how I do the kind of things I do. Gosh, yeah. I would love that. A fake, humble, uh, okay, since I since I don't go into kayfabe on this show, right. I'm running one of those with Melissa on Listen Your Boy right now. <laughs> Where I tell Melissa, and I'm like, Melissa, I, I think it's kind of admirable that you want to be completely anonymous and nobody follows you or cares what you have to say. I, I don't know how to relate to that, Melissa, but I admire the fact that you want to be completely anonymous. I would love to see something like that out of Ricochet. Yeah. Um, it's similar to like what Sammy Guevara has going on on AEW. Uh -huh. If you remember Pineapple Express, I like to harken back to that. Yeah. The jock that is friends with Amber Heard's character and 
he's being nice, but is he really type of thing? I always thought that would have been a great one for Apollo Crews. He's smiling all the time, but he's really a dick. Yeah. But people so, can kind of get behind that because they know he can back it up. Right. I mean, there's, there's, there are always going to be fine lines in what you choose to root for and not to root for. It's when they decide, hey, we're going to make this guy so wholesome that you can't root against him. Yeah. It's usually when that backfires. I just don't think that that's, it's possible to backfire with Ricochet. He's just too impressive in the hey, ring. Hey, Alex, it backfired with a guy named The Rock. It's well, <laughs> one yeah. of the most over, not, not one of the most over wrestlers, one of the most over human beings in uh, the history of the world. I will say I, I loved the rocks in ring work, yeah. but like technically it doesn't measure up to the kinds of amazing things that Ricochet can do. He'll get over just by doing crazy stuff that people go, wow, what was that? That was that guy literally a superhero. Like yeah. the, the kids and kids in the crowd how we'll have a very tough time distinguishing between Ricochet and Spider-Man, you know? Alexa Bliss is here to reveal shocking footage from earlier today. <laughs> Finley's working out with the girls in the ring. <laughs> and uh, I love this. This is different. It, I would not be surprised if this was a Heyman idea. Oh, yeah. It's, it's something we don't see. And Finley is showing Natalia escaped from the disarmor. Mm-hmm. Becky Lynch hits the ring and kicks it in the nuts <laughs> and then puts Natalia in the disarmor. Now, see, this is something that I would love to see them do. And because it's Heyman in charge now, I would like to see them, and I believe they will follow up on this. Fit Finley's the guy who gave Becky the go-ahead to go in the Royal Rumble, where, then, where she then won and got her shot at WrestleMania and became the champ champ. And later... She like because he's showing Natalia some escapes from this armor, he gets kicked in the nuts for it. I would love for them to have like an almost like surrogate fatherly relationship backstage that gets explored and how she felt like she was betrayed by him. And he says, What are you talking about? I'm the one who let you in the Royal Rumble. Like, make fit at least kind of a backstage character with Becky. I think there's a really cool idea there. At least there's something with. Why are you kicking me in the nuts? I let you win the Royal Rumble. The, the, the only way I want that is if Fit Finley at some point goes, you're like the son I never had. And then a camera pans over to Hornswoggle, <laughs> just looking dejected. <laughs> Neither of which are actually related to him, like no, his of right. son in New Japan. <laughs> uh, the, I, I did think that the performance in that ring was kind of cheesy, but... It worked. It was different, and I like that. Becky appears on the Tron and says it's it's her against Alexa tonight and is disappointed that Nikki came all the way from Scotland to make Alexa's coffee. That was a good line. Mm -hmm. And Nikki, I just think Nikki is one of the best performers, mm -hmm. actresses on this roster right now because when she takes exception to something and is offended by it, I'm like, she she's like one of those, you know the bowl bowl meme I'm using? That's the meme where I pretend to not be bothered, but I'm really bothered. Yes. That's her. Yeah. She's like, oh, I, I know I was supposed to be a top five draft pick, but gosh, golly. here. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I am at number 44 and I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> that's Nikki Cross. And she's like, oh, okay, well, that's not true, but I'm going to hit you later type of thing. And I, I like that. They have a match about an hour later. Nikki takes a cheap shot at Becky. Uh, Alex, I've been saying it for months. I wanted Becky Lynch to add some more strikes. She did it here. Mm -hmm. She did some stuff in the clinch, some knees, some elbows, some uppercuts, a couple of real nice kicks. I'm happy to see this, Alex. I think that stands out a lot more than the step on the second rope and barely nudge somebody with the the flat of your foot. Yeah, no, this is good. Becky... um... Continuing to improve in the ring is always good. Um, she's she's got charisma for days, and 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 I I I don't see as as many problems with her in ring work as other people do. But she there's always room for improvement, and she's showing it. Rest you could easily, but at this point in your career, as as huge as she's gotten over the past year since SummerSlam of last year, um, there'd be easy just to rest on your laurels and just coast. And she's like, nope, I'm going to get better. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to always get better and improve. And I really respect that. Uh, the match just wasn't quite there for me. There were some things I liked about it, though. But the crowd, you could tell the crowd, they still want to like Becky Lynch. They yes. don't want, yeah, they, they still no, want no. And let's be honest, man, we're going on a full year since she became the hottest thing in wrestling. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's a solid run. That's a very solid run, and it's a weird thing that they, they – I think there's still legs to it. But mm-hmm. the way that they're – I mean, it's – I don't know. This, they really seem to think that Toronto is going to be all on board for Natalia. I mean, Toronto is as far from Calgary, which is where the hearts are from, yeah. as Chicago is from Las Vegas. Like – that's a that's a ways. Let me tell you, you can't make that drive without without a, a stopping somewhere to get some rest. You gotta okay. go through America. Yeah, that's on that, that drive. Yes, you do. We don't have to. You but don't you have should. To. But yes, you should. You it it involves in the the fastest way involves taking a ferry across Lake Michigan where you get off in Milwaukee and keep driving and through the Dakotas. Toronto isn't just going to blindly cheer a Canadian either. They're going to cheer who they want. Right, but that's the problem. Is it really feels like they're saying in her home country, in her home country, like they wouldn't say somebody from Las Vegas is being cheered yeah. in her home country if the if the pay per view is in Chicago. They just wouldn't say that. It's weird. Yeah, I agree. Becky does a exploder and Alexa is crying about her ankle in the corner. Nikki wants the trainer to help her out. I mean, you always know it's a work if the camera's on somebody for too long. But Nikki calls out Becky and wants a match right now. Alexa is still at ringside. If you're a trainer, you're doing a real shitty job, if that's the case. <laughs> like, I mean, Alexa's really good at selling when she's injured. Um, but it's always been. And will I, I think always continue to be unless something r- really tragic happens, a giant work and a con job, and she'll immediately bounce back from the non-injury and 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 attack somebody. That's just that's she's done that I believe dozens of times on the main <laughs> roster, and she did it again tonight. Nobody was fooled by it. Andrew Thompson, uh, one of our writers, put. 
feel bad for Bailey. Ember Moon's probably going to be the baby face at SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. Canada hates Bailey for whatever oh, yeah. reason. Whatever. I don't know what she did. I don't know. They hate her. Uh, Becky wins with the manhandle slam. And then uh, Alexa and Nikki jump her. Natalia comes out and runs the heels off, then puts Becky in a sharpshooter. <laughs> My favorite thing about Alexa's coming back and attacking was, was Corey Graves' immediate, she got better! <laughs> Which is great. And also, of course, you know, calls to mind the, the Holy Grail joke. Yeah. I got, I got better. Natalia, like, changed her mind in the middle of a promo. She challenged Becky Lynch to a submission match. It was weird. But it I was like, gotta... no. <laughs> I, I would like to challenge her to a submission match. My superior uh, <laughs> sharpshooter against her inferior disarmor. But I won't challenge her to that match. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? How does that make any sense at all? I guess we'll see what's up with that. Uh, WWE Raw Tag Team Championships, the OC formerly known as the Good Brothers or Guns and Gallows or the Club or the Bullet Club or whatever goddamn name they're using now, defeated the Usos in Revival to become champions. Now, we have a super chat from Shane Haas who says, any news on the contract status of the Revival? As far as I know, they still haven't re-signed. I don't know if that, that's it for sure, though. Rob Wilkins says, if eight months, if Maria doesn't deliver a hand, I'll be disappointed. Congrats, Zach. Something up with Dash and Wilder tonight. His tweet just seemed, or you mean uh, Dawson and, yeah. I, I don't know. They, they got a pro wrestling tea store, but we'll see how that goes. So, you know, I like to break down the rules of a match. Yeah. Traditionally in this, it's a triple threat match where you have to tag in and out. So there's no DQ, mm-hmm. which makes you think, well, why wouldn't everybody just run in? Well, I'll tell you why the third team wouldn't. Because then they'll never become the legal men that actually become eligible for the pin. So I can get behind the idea that there's some sort of unspoken agreement between these teams. Hey, let's... I scratch your back, you scratch mine. We'll play by the rules that way. Who can be eligible can be eligible. Uh, There's primarily brawling going on. Early on, this felt like a 2009 WWE tag match. And there's nothing wrong with that, but... It was a lot of whipping into the buckle and corner strikes and stuff like that. Some clever work, some smooth work. All the teams work together. But, Alex, do you know the thing that I am most excited about on tonight's Raw? Tell me. The two out of three falls era is yeah. dead. Yeah. Uh, time of death was 7.21 p.m. Central Time when they just said, no, we're, go- we're going away. We're going. We're- Bye. And and I was like, oh, awesome. This is this is great. No more two out of three falls. No more stopping and starting. No more. We brought these guys out to ringside just so their buddy can tell them to leave so we can reset. Like, yes. oh, it's so nice to not have that anymore. I do not miss that at all. Who boy. <laughs> uh, now, we got to talk about the Usos being in this match. There was another DUI. Mm-hmm. I... Do I think that them eating the pin here was the right move? You damn right I do. Wouldn't have hated if they got quote unquote pulled from this match and WWE could have said, okay, that's the punishment. Yeah. At least show some half ass PR effort instead of telling us that a guy who has had multiple DUIs in several months is responsible for his own actions. Apparently he's not responsible for jack shit. Yeah. But and that's frustrating to me because 
He is legitimately one of the most talented performers mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. And I, I, I can't assume my situation on anybody, but I feel like a, a man with that much talent and that much ability could at least develop the willpower to, to put himself in a position where he couldn't possibly kill someone. Yeah, it's really, really disheartening. And there's a, there's a really lame and uh, inappropriate Uso penitentiary joke to be made, but I'm not going to make it. Oh, we made them already. I mean, it's just last yeah, time. No, it ain't but funny. It, it wasn't. Was, it wasn't really funny then, but we're dicks. So, no, but yeah, it's exactly. I mean, it's just it's oh, the problem is I have with it is that the Uso penitentiary thing was fun for a while, especially years ago when they were doing the lockdown, all that kind of stuff, and that was fun. And now it's weird to have the dude who spent some time in lockup because, you know, whatever, um, be come out and be like, welcome to the Uso penitentiary. Oh, I'm, is it like a frequent flyer miles thing where they let you name the jail? If you stay there long enough, I, like, I just, I just want him to get better. It's just bad, him, man. I want bad. him to get better because people that I talk to like, like, like both of them. They're very helpful from what I understand. Um, they're legitimately one of the greatest tag teams to have ever done it. Ever. To have ever Ever. done it. Uh, For any company of all time, don't let this screw that up, man. Just don't. And and more importantly, don't let it screw up somebody's life or his own. I don't want to see him getting hurt, man. Beyond beyond that, like that, what you're saying just then goes without saying. In addition to that, which is paramount, just why you I mean uh it's just it's so disappointing and listen I I I know people who are who are recovering alcoholics like if that's what this is I've seen it it sucks it's really 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 hard but the first step is getting help and I don't know if that step has been breached yet yeah can't be driving 145 in general no. much less when you're drunk no Dawson hits that great elevated bulldog. This one looked good. Looked real good. Yeah. Anderson breaks up the pin. There was a, a superplex where Dawson got superplexed to the floor onto the pile. Ruled. There was one where where like he he's he super he suplexed Anderson over the ropes. And onto the apron, and they, they kept fought, going through like together. And uh, honestly, felt like Dawson suplexed Anderson, who then landed on his feet, and then Dawson DDT'd him onto the floor. Like it was crazy looking. I don't know if that was intentional, but it looked brutal. It was it was intense. This this just closed on fire. This showed you what kind of an attraction the tag team division could be. Gallows had a, a magnificent blind tag. Magic Killer uh, gets hit on Jimmy Uso after the other Uso got Shatter Machine. And the Good Brothers, the OC win, good. They deserve it. That This is awesome. I hope the Revival aren't completely written off and, and jobbed out for the next several months as WWE. I, I think that here's the thing. If WWE wants them to stay, mm-hmm. I don't think that's the way to do it. No. I no. think that's that's kind of what they're waiting on to see. Like, but, hey... I, I don't know, man. Like if they're waiting, if they're gonna do a Moxley, and just stick around until the last day of the contract, and then hit the road, like you, I guarantee you, you don't want these guys anchoring a tag division with the Young Bucks as your competition. 
because these guys are going to bring the heat. Like, like that, that's, that's a thing that you don't want any part of. So yeah, maybe, maybe utilize them a little bit better. Maybe let them be as, as great as they can be. And as far as the OC, I thought it was really funny when they actually come out and they say, representing the OC, which I'll never not think of as the, as Orange County. Of I'll course. Just never, I'll never not think of it as that. So, I mean, at some point you figure out and you move on and you call them something else. Maybe, I don't know, but I'm, I'm glad to see that because listen, they were, they felt really, really damaged by that thing they did with DX last week. I'm glad to see that was completely non-canon, and we just move on from that, and now they're being built up again. That's good. Up next, the Viking Raiders squash some jobbers. You get their handicap slam and the Viking experience. Uh, my only note here was I think that fewer people in WDB should use the Bronco Buster. Uh, yes. Hansen does not need that move. <laughs> no, he, he can certainly run in and smash some dudes in the corner using a different part of his anatomy than his crotch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Seth Rollins is backstage with the Street Profits after Montez had implied that Angelo Dawkins knocked up Maria Canellis. How did... The Street Profits are so cool on NXT. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. And they're so goddamn annoying on Raw. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's scripting for you. Yikes! That, that's really all I have is that they made them very annoying. Yeah, not really more we can add to that. Dolph Ziggler comes out to Shawn Michaels' theme, which was a phenomenal touch. Yeah, it's good. It's cute. I loved it. Rollins got uh, a rolling elbow and a sling blade, and it's all him so far. Like he controlled almost all of this match. It felt like Alex. Yeah, maybe there was some during the commercial break that we didn't see, but. Rollins really well, kicked Ziggler's ass, it felt like. Well, I mean, a lot of it, I think, was they wanted to to, to show uh, Rollins being, uh, wow, this, this, guy, this guy really looks like he might be able to give Brock Lesnar a run for his money. Yeah. You know, and then they could do the thing after, you know, w- w- to counteract that. But I think that was the point. If, if they had seen, shown him basically in, like, like 55-45 in control of the match versus Dolph Ziggler... That's that's not a great way of selling your your big time universal championship match at uh, SummerSlam in two weeks. Yeah, I loved when Ziggler went for that DDT and it got turned into the Falcon Arrow. Yep. You know, I love me a good Falcon Arrow. It's one of my favorite moves of Absolutely. all time. And ah, uh, damn man, that was just awesome. That was that that ruled man. Yeah, it was very uh, good. Big on that one. Eventually. Ziggler sets up for the super kick, but he gets super kicked multiple times, which is poetic justice. Mm-hmm. Love that. But then Brock came out, and we got one hell of an ass whipping segment. Oh, yeah. uh, dare I say, one of the most one sided ass whipping segments in the history of of Raw. This was brutal, Alex. Oh, it was incredibly brutal. Um, yeah, no, it was it was one of the most brutal, uh, real looking beatdowns, destructions of one man by another that I can remember in, in, in WWE. Like, like it really, it didn't feel like, ah, these guys are staging. And I'm not talking like chair shots to the head, which is different. Like this just felt like, like what they, what they use the chair for felt so specific and reckless and dangerous that I honestly felt like Seth Rollins might 
have real problems <laughs> like later in his life because of this specific beatdown. Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. Make sure you guys subscribe. All that really helps us. Uh, we have a comment uh, section below. Even if you're on the live chat, scroll on down there. Leave a nice comment. Tell me your favorite segment on tonight's Raw. Brock attacked Rollins, a ton of German suplexes in the ring, on the floor, an F5 to the post. Lesnar attacks with a chair. I don't know if it's a great sign when people are chanting at your, your top heel one more time to your top baby face, Alex. Yeah. That that ain't that is not good, but this did they get? I want to know, in your opinion, at the end of this, did they get sympathy for Rollins, or did they just make him look weak? I think it all depends on what segment of the of, of the of the electorate that you're 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 going Good toward. Point. Good point. Because because there are a lot of people who've been like, man, Brock. I I used to love Brock when he would just come in and just wreck shit, you know. And now it's just like German German F five, and he's done. It feels like he's just so. Feels like he's going through the motions. I really miss when Brock would like. Remember that time when Brock just demolished John Cena for 16 minutes? Man, I want that Brock back. And that Brock showed up tonight on Raw. Like that guy is the one people have been clamoring for, wanting to see that Brock for a while. The Brock who really seems to give a shit. And that Brock showed up. Now there's another segment uh, who maybe not even notwithstanding the Brock thing is. Uh, on, on board with, with Seth Rollins and wanting him to be one of the all-time greats. Wanting him to maybe be welcomed into that group hug at the end of the DX segment last week, as opposed to ostracized from it, because he should be on that same level by the time he goes into the Hall of Fame. And so there's depends on what you're looking at. Now, I mean, I think the one more time thing was coming from that segment that, that is, is down with Brock when Brock's at his most destructive. And they certainly made him seem way more dangerous than he has in a while because he's just been that lazy lion who just like, you know, doesn't really even get up to go for the hunt. Just if they bring him a kill, like he'll finish it off. But now like he's going to murder somebody. And that's that's a very different kind of thing. Those F5s onto the stood up chair back were just, they. Uh, I mean, there's no way to protect yourself from that. I mean, there's, very easily breaking ribs or, or, or damaging eternal organs if it's, if it's done in, if, in any way wrong. I really like this beat down. F5 on the chair three times. Heyman had to like pull Lesnar off. And yeah. I like that. Paul Heyman finds ways to do things a little bit differently yeah. than he has before. I love the moments where, where, um, where uh, Paul Heyman is frightened. By his client, I'm frightened that his client may murder someone because then, then the gravy train's over. Like I, I mean, also just watching a man die, I don't think would be like something that <laughs> Paul would be would would enjoy. But somebody brings up a point. Like at some point, the waiver that you sign is kind of null and void when a man rips you out of an ambulance. Like that, then it becomes legitimate assault, and then we should we should deal with it in some way. Um, the biggest problem I had with this whole thing, and and I, 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 is Seth Rollins has no friends, nobody who's willing to come out and even attempt to like get in between Brock and him. I thought Roman and him were still buds, and Roman's backstage waiting for his Samoan Summit to start in the next segment. Like it's not like he's 
in the next county, like they could have, they run a segment later where he gets ambushed by by Samoa Joe and the Usos stick up for him for the good brothers have ambushed the Usos. If you had run that segment before the Seth beat down, all those plot holes go away. But I would have loved to have seen any kind of explanation as opposed to Roman vaguely checking on his best friend while being wheeled to the ambulance with a disappointed look on his face, like, man, why'd you have to go and get beat up? I mean, that was sustained. That was a sustained ass whipping. So he yeah. could have helped before. He could have helped. But at some point. I, I do like that Roman was there. I like that Becky was there. Like, you saw them. It, it would have been nice if Roman had done anything. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Or the people that later helped Roman. Yeah. It was, it's, we, we'll talk about this, but. Cedric Alexander has known Roman Reigns for 15 minutes and decides to cape up for his buddy Roman. Roman he knows how to get that push. push. That's right. He's he knows to how to get that rub, man. Oh, well played. So after this, Roman's back there, and the club and Samoa Joe attack him. Lesnar attacks Rollins in the ambulance. F5s him on the side of the stretcher. Yeah. Naughty. Yeah, no, that, that was weird because it wasn't even his ribs. That was his hip yeah. into a metal housing. Like that, you can't you can't fake that, man. That's Ugh. that's seriously there's some bone bruising that happened just then. I said I said that On Seth the Rollins man's pelvis. Yeah, I said that Seth Rollins was doing some uh Booker T le- supermarket level selling there, and I don't know how much selling it there's was. No, there's no selling, that was real. And guy was just hurt. And there are fewer people that are as good as Seth Rollins at going, ah, guy. He's just got such an obnoxious voice in that regard. I really like it. Aaron Jace fan says, Sean should buy a Vladdy Jr. jersey in Toronto. I might buy like a nondescript one. I I want a road jersey to match the uh, custom Air Maxes I got. So uh, I might. I might. Samoan Summit, Joe says the summit has been canceled. But unsurprisingly, Roman is not done. He comes out to brawl. He picks up stairs and throws them at Joe. That's the reins I want to see. Yep. Well, That's the, the it, one I want to see. Camera work was great here, Alex. Oh, that was so good. They were, I, I don't know what Joe was specifically looking at. Um, but he turns like the camera work is like you can see basically for a split second, stairs being raised into view behind Joe's head. <laughs> and then Joe turns and the stairs hit him in the face. It was really good. Um, uh, I I think that I love the the imp. I mean, the, it's implied, but sometimes I wish they they would they would come out and say these kind of things. Maybe there's a backstage interview I haven't seen yet. Well, Roman is pissed because of what happens to what happened to his friend Seth, and he's pissed at Joe for jumping in backstage. Like, but like just the idea that that you don't want to piss off the big dog because the big dog. He bites, you know, like there's, there's a good way of like getting to that point where Roman really has, he's, again, he's been one of those, like, it feels like Roman's kind of like been there doing stuff, just coasting on being the big dog. But now he's angry. And like there's there's a, there's an interesting story to be told there too. Yeah. This all goes wild. This is a Paul Heyman finish. If I ever saw one. Yeah. And- I don't know what it does. I think it probably sets up an eight-man tag. That's just a guess. It's not a report. But Drew McIntyre is there. Cedric Alexander makes the save. He gets clotheslined. Uh, the Usos. Then the OC are out. 
Cedric is on the LED boards above everybody on the stage and does a great dive. That's a fantastic moment. That's the kind of moment that I think they'll refer back to in years yes. on like documentaries and stuff like that, Alex. Yeah. Now, Cedric, um, I mean, good for him to shoot a shot, man. Like he's he was public on Twitter about being upset being the guy who's on main event and not doing anything. It's like I miss wrestling. Like they actually tweeted out, I miss wrestling. And so I don't know if that like got him to the point where he could talk to somebody or if that got somebody's attention. But they're using him now. Like he's being put up, like he's being like like if they're doing something along the lines of Roman and Cedric versus Joe and Drew at at SummerSlam, if that's what they're what they're heading toward, that's a hell of a rub for Cedric to be in that spot at in at that show, SummerSlam. So, you know, uh we we'll, we'll see, but I mean, the, 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 this can only be signs. I, I think of something good that he's being put in this position and being trusted to have that super high spot to close out Raw. The baby faces clear the ring, and that does close out Raw. Before you all close out this show, leave a thumbs up again. I can't tell you how important that is. Make sure you subscribe. Matt Thomas says, "Do you think Heyman is pushing Cedric, or was this type in the role?" Uh, was this type of role in the works beforehand? I think I would assume that Heyman has something to do with it because WWE has had Cedric for how long and hasn't done anything with him off of 205 Live. And yeah. uh, I, you know, there's something I want to bring up, Alex. Yeah. Uh, Simon Willis, who has the Ace cast and uh, does a lot of great stuff, he's had a bunch of us on there before. And he's done uh, some podcasts with us on Select. He sent me a question on the Q&A show live at FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. He was like, Sean, what do you think of 205 Live merging with NXT and Daniel Bryan leading that on Wednesdays on FS1? And I'm like, damn, I think that's a brilliant idea. It's a great idea. You need need a a marquee name to launch FS1. What's, What's he doing right now? I don't Nothing, know. But hey, you, you don't have to not have yeah. Rowan with him. Rowan can go with it. Sure, because I think that there can be two divisions. Harper can go with him too. Uh, that's true. They could. They could certainly use him that way. Um, there could be two divisions in NXT FS1. There could be the lightweights and the heavyweights. All you gotta do is call them that, and you have you have you have, you have a delineation. You could say two hundred. You could say two ten. Whatever you want to do to include more guys from NXT who could be part of it. You could say two fifteen. Whatever. But you have the two titles. You have the one that's the purple one and the other one, and all of a sudden th- there's other things you can do. And they've already done cross-breeding. Bre- cross, uh, cross wow. Oh, my cross, God, Alex. Cross-branding with um, – uh, if you haven't seen – We got done with the Mike and Maria segment earlier. The, the If you haven't seen the former Shane Strickland, now yeah. uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott go up against Drew Gulak, that is worth your time from last week's 205 Live. Uh, that dude is – crazy talented i loved his work as kill shot in lucha underground uh he's really really great and they said hey you've had one tv match go to 205 live and have a crazy good uh cruiserweight title match with uh with our cruiserweight title holder drew gulak and there could not be a better uh cross-section of different styles of cruiserweight wrestling than drew gulak and uh and and swerve strickland um, I'm uh, so so cool. Like they 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 have all sides of, the, and they're they're all also setting up great stuff in the future here for for a Chad Gable 
to join that that um whatever that is that F FS1 thing that they're that, that uh, Willis is pitching. I think it's a great idea. I think they should do it. It would be a huge thing for FS1. And I mean, the thing is, you won't have any shortage of stakes. I mean, you can have yeah. the UK title pop up over there. There are a yep. lot of things you can do there. But yep, I'll tell you what you guys can do. You can join us Tuesday night. Hey, how about this? I'm doing the MMA podcast on this channel tomorrow. I tried it out for the UFC 240 show. I'm going to try it out uh, on this channel again tomorrow. They will still be up on YouTube.com slash Fightful MMA Boxing. But uh, just seeing how that works. We originally split up these channels because we had so many interviews from James Lynch that I felt like it was kind of clogging up the news or clogging up the feed. And you all were getting 10 videos a day. That's not the case anymore. So uh, checking out how that stuff works. Either way, subscribe to both those channels. But check out FightfulSelect.com. How about this? Next week, I'll be in Toronto. Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. I think I'm doing live shows from Toronto all three nights, me and Jimmy Van are going to be doing Listen Your Boy Live, uh, NXT TakeOver Live, and SummerSlam Live Post Show Podcasts from Toronto. Lots of stuff to get into. You all can follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. You can follow Alex at Palowski the Fourth. Alex, what was it like actually seeing me tonight? It was, on the it, it, it was good. We were talking about this before. A lot of what we do on these podcasts is take visual cues from each other to kind of figure out where we should lay out, let the other person talk and all that. And it was difficult last uh, last week not being able to do that and actually watching it on like a 25-second healthy delay on the stream on YouTube. Uh, but it was something that, uh, that I guess I'll have to get used to here in the future. You want people to get used to your visual cues and your visual Ds. Make sure you mm. check out Blue Chew. Uh, that's a free one for you guys. I couldn't resist. But yeah, uh, in case you all were wondering what we're talking about, Google Hangouts is going away. Nothing will change for you guys. It only changes for me and Alex. You all will just see us on the screen at the same time. Uh, I might not do the split screen. I might do mini screens with a little something else in the corner. Don't know how that will all work yet, but Tuesday will be our last Google Hangout show. Yeah. Tears will flow. I've used this uh, method for four years at this point. Pour one out. Leave us a thumbs up. We're out. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.